What's up, guys, and welcome to the very first episode of the Four Football Fans Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Zavitakis, and today I will be taking you deep into the weekly drama of world football matches, walk you through in-depth analysis of everything that has happened on and off the pitch, and give you the latest news on the summer transfer window. So with that being said, let's dive right into it. Welcome to the Four Football Fans Podcast. I am Matthew Zabatakis. Today is May 19th, 2021, and I just wanted to go over a little bit about what has happened in um, both the Premier League, the Bundesliga, the Bundesliga 2, League 1, Serie A, and La Liga, everything that's been happening from this past week. So uh, first I wanted to talk about the Barclays. Um, Chelsea beating Leicester City 2-1 to one the other day. Chelsea then was able to jump to third place with only one match left, which they will be playing... Man City's... No, sorry. Chelsea's next match is going to be against um, Ashton Villa. And Ashton Villa, that should be a pretty easy win f- for them. But, let's see, they play Ashton Villa. should be on Saturday, I believe it is. No, sorry, Sunday. Yeah, they play on Sunday. And if they win that match, if they beat Ashton Villa... They jumped to 70 points, so that means they would just stay in like third place because Man U have 71 points. It would be impossible for them to make top two, but it is pretty impressive, though, how Chelsea have... They've been all season long between fifth place, sixth place, seventh place, eighth, eighth place, and ninth place, like all season long, and then as clutch as, I mean, like Thomas, like Tuchel is... And his um, like Chelsea side, they have been able to climb two top three with only one match left. So if they win against Ashton Villa, they jump to 70 points. One short of Man U, but which well then means they would stay in third place. If they lose, Leicester City have 66 points right now, and Leicester City play... Um, Leicester City play on Sunday against Tottenham. So, if Leicester City wins, then they will jump to 69 points. Which um, would then... Well, so... Yeah, which then... um, Brings them to third place. Liverpool, on the other hand, they are in fifth place. And they had a huge win over West Brom... Winning two one with uh with a stunning header by Allison in the ninety fifth minute. He 
um, um, like pushed up. And a great corner from Trent Ale Alexander Arnold too, and which definitely kept on um, like Liverpool's like Champions League hopes alive. They jumped to sixty five points, stayed in fifth place, but they still have two games left, and their two games they are facing like Burnley, actually, actually like today at three fifteen, so. If Liverpool wins that game, they would jump up to 66 points, tie Leicester City in fourth. But see, but Liverpool still have one more game after that. So they would be able to, if they win their last, their very last game, they would jump to 69 points. So if Leicester City and Chelsea both lose their, their last game, Liverpool would then jump to third place and qualify for Champions League. So I think that's definitely like Liverpool's goal right now, obviously, is to just get top four. So I really think that um like Jurgen Klopp will be able to like pull off those last two wins because Liverpool play Burnley, which Burnley is in let's see, Burnley Burnley's in um Burnley is in um like seventeenth place right now. So that should be an easy win for them but their final game Liverpool play Crystal Palace which should be also another easy win because Crystal Palace Crystal Palace is in 13th place so if they pull off that top 4 top 3 Champions League qualification for next season that really says a lot about like Jurgen Klopp's dedication and his drive and his ability to keep his players motivated and not get down on themselves because all year long they've been in between fifth and late on like 10th place all season long so just like Chelsea it's pretty clutch that they always come in stronger than ever at the very end of the season Champions League final is on May 29th at 3.15 p.m. Clear your calendars, ladies and gentlemen, because this one is going to be a doozy. Chelsea versus Manchester City. I think, to be perfectly honest with you, I think that an all-England final was definitely what I was hoping for. I didn't want to see, like, PSG, um, like, go through because I just don't like the, like, theatricals from someone like Neymar or, um, like, Marquinhos. And I just think they're a spoiled team. And I think they just needed it to be, like, taken down a couple notches. And I was so happy when, like, Man City won and when Mares slotted that last game winner. So Manchester City, I'm, I just wanted to go over the possible lineups that we might see in the Man City Chelsea UCL final of how their um about how their final lineup might look like. 
So I'm thinking, well, obviously they will start on like Kevin De Bruyne in like the central like midfield, probably more on the um attacking side. They'll probably have like on like um like Phil Foden on the left attacking wing, Riyad Mahrez obviously on the right. Fernandinho, the captain, staying in the staying in like the central like defensive on um, like midfield area. Ilkay Gundogan probably be central as well with them. I'd say I'd say they'll probably play a um a four three three most likely. Bernardo Silva left midfield. No, on the right midfield, right behind Mares. Um, like Gundogan right behind Foden, Fernandinho, and um, like Fernandinho, like right behind like Kevin De Bruyne, and in in the flat back four, I would probably see like Zinchenko on the left, Ruben Diaz on the left central back, John Stones on the right central back, and Kyle Walker on the right back, and obviously um Ederson in goal. Ruben Diaz has been a surprise this season long especially last game against like PSG he was a brick wall on like back there like he like he stopped I mean like Neymar three or like four times in very crucial like goal scoring um and like very crucial like goal scoring opportunities and I really think that he will be the definitely first name on like the team sheet in this final I think personally so that that's just what I think the um like Man City lineup is going to look like. On the Chelsea side, however, somehow I mean I'd hate to say it, Timo Werner will probably start up top, which God knows why, because he has had an awful season all year long. It pisses me off why Thomas Tuchel still thinks that Timo Werner is still a top-notch, world-class striker. It just baffles my mind. What goes on in the Chelsea locker room there that keeps Verno, Werner on the pitch? Like, honestly, Chelsea have played 37 matches this year, okay? Timo Werner, Timo Werner has started in 28 of those matches. And as a starting striker and as a Chelsea side who can possibly like finish in the top three spot in in the Barclays, how a starting striker can only score six goals and eight um, assists in 28 games. As a starting striker, that's unbelievably terrible. I've said it all on along ever since the 2018 like World Cup in I mean Ever since like the 2018, I mean, um, on like World Cup, um, I mean, like for like Germany, Timo Werner, he was missing wide open opportunities, like whiffing the ball, just I mean, like missing one on one opportunities, terrible passing. He's just he's just been he's been a train wreck. He had one good season. With Leipzig after the 2018 season, and then everyone's like, "Oh my God, guys! Like Timo Werner, like Timo Werner, Timo Werner. He's like the new hot striker. He's like one 
one of like the best now. And then on um, like Chelsea like picked him up. And I always said that he was a one hit wonder. He is a one season wonder. And I don't know why everyone's still so hyped about him. He's offsides constantly. He can never get onside. A good striker has better like vision than that. Especially a professional strike a professional German striker who is on the Chelsea starting squad every single game, almost every single game. And I just don't understand how how he is able to still be in the starting lineup. I think he should be benched in like the UCL final. Pers- um, I mean, I mean, like personally, Chelsea's starting lineup. I think should get rid of him, put him on the bench because he's going to be useless unless it's like a little like tap in goal. They should they should they should sit him down and honestly I think they should start up top Kai Havertz probably. Kai Havertz has been a wonder kid out there, also German, who actually just made the like German like national team roster for um like the Euros this summer. So hats off to him. Somehow, um, like Timo Werner made that roster too, which God knows how. He's been a train wreck. But, um, so I think the Chelsea starting lineup for the UCL final will be Kai Havertz starting up top. I'm, th- I'm thinking Chelsea will start a 3-4-2-1. Kai Havertz up top. Mason Mount and like Christian on on the Pulisic, Captain America um on the right wing on the right attacking wing, like Mason Mount on the left attacking wing, and in like in like the midfield we have Angolo Conte. Conte, in my um opinion, right now he has been the driving force in like Chelsea's. Um, in on um, like Chelsea's like on um, like success this year, I th- I really think he's just been he's been one of the main reasons why Chelsea has done so well, and he's just like delivered so many good balls. He's gotten number amount of um, assists. He's he scores goals. He's just the whole package. Um, next in Golo Conte, I put um like Jorginho. Um, on the left midfield, left like defensive midfield, Ben Chilwell. Um, on the right, like defensive midfield, Aspi Laqueta. And in their back three in the center, uh, obviously, like Thiago Silva. On the right, Andreas, um, like Christensen. And on the left back, Antonio Rudiger and Ingle Mendy. So I think that that's how the starting lineup is going to be. I'd really like to see Hakeem Zayek make an early appearance in the Champions League. Either that or they might try to save Zayek in case case, the game goes into overtime and put him probably... Probably add him maybe in between the 95th minute and like the 105th minute probably to try to really put like the pressure on like the Man City defense. Um, 
Um, but overall, I think it's just going to be a very good game. I think I really think Chelsea will score first. I I think Chelsea will score in the first half early, like really early. I think Chelsea will score first, make it one zero, and then they'll go into like halftime, and then Man City is going to come back, and I think it's going to be a two to one victory for Man City for like Pep Guardiola's Man City. So mark my words, two to one Man City in the UCL final. Let's move on to the Bundesliga. Bayern have won the like Bundesliga, but the, I think the main talking point was definitely like the Lewandowski record breaker, the record meister, as many people would say. He tied the all-time goal scoring record set by Gerd Muller. Set in June of 1972 with 40 goals in a single season. Lewandowski was able to score that 40th goal in a on like penalty like decision against Freiburg. Granted, they tied them like two to two, but I mean like the victory wasn't of importance since like Bayern already won the league. But yeah, he tied like the all-time record with 40 goals in a single single season, and I love it how he showed. I mean, like respect to like Gerd Muller. He had a shirt under his like jersey that said "I'm um, like forever Gerd." So I thought that was very classy, very respectable, and that's what makes Lewandowski a world-class player. So, Bayern Munich have one game left against Augsburg on Saturday. I am excited for that game because Lewandowski, he, Lewandowski only needs one more goal. He needs one more goal to get to 41 and break the all-time record and increase his like market value even more, honestly. And then everyone, including Chelsea, which actually, like Chelsea just um, inquired about Lewandowski. Um, during the summer on like transfer window, they inquired about him this morning, actually. And they're trying to like, I mean, like replace Werner. So, well, um, because like Lewandowski's agent is trying to push for a like renegotiation with Bayern to try to increase his, his like wages for next season, because like, obviously he's the best striker in the world, probably the best player in the world right now. And definitely a running like contestant for like the Ballon d'Or. And if he doesn't win like the Ballon d'Or this year, then something's wrong with UEFA. And the entire thing is rigged, I think. Because every time it either comes down to like Ronaldo or Messi, and it's just, it's garbage. Because I remember, no, and if either of those two win this year, you know it's fixed because neither of those, I mean, like players have done anything this year. They have not won a single, like, they will not win any trophies this year. And I just, I just think if, I mean, like, Lewandowski doesn't win like this year, then I don't know what else more they can possibly do. That I mean, like he like can possibly do because he's done everything, and it's up to the votes now 
but he better win like the Ballon d'Or because he deserves it. He should have won it a couple. He should have he should have won it last year too, but he got but he got robbed again. So Bayern Munich play Augsburg. Augs on Saturday. Augsburg is in twelfth place. Lewandowski should have no problem getting that forty first goal, and I hope to see that happen. Um, another another very exciting game, which you guys, which um, like you guys might not think, is um, also on Saturday in the Bundesliga. Schalke versus Cologne. This should be a very interesting game because even though these two teams are at the very bottom of the table, I'm looking forward to watching like Cologne because they have a lot to lose from this game. If they lose this game, they will be relegated into in into like the Bundesliga two. But if they win the game, they will barely escape relegation with an um Armenia and like Verger Bremen either tie or lose their next game. And like Cologne wins, so I think a lot rides on that game, and I I think like Cologne will definitely, you know, like bring the heat. Um, the official top four UCL qualifications for the Bundesliga were pro. We we will see like Bayern Munich in Champions League next year. We will see Leipzig. We will see Dortmund, and we will see. Wolfsburg. So I'm definitely very happy with those top four. I would have liked to see Frankfurt go into the top four and make Champions League, but they will be playing in the like Europa League next season. I was really hoping that like I really want to like to see like Frankfurt in there because you know I really enjoy watching you know like Kevin Trapp play. I really like watching. Like Sebastian Rode play, especially when he was at his time, like with like Bayern Munich. Like I thought he was a very good um, addition, like to the Bayern squad. I think that was like the 2018 season, 2017 season when he was. Um, Timothy Chandler, also the American. We got a lot Americans um, in Europe. Well, not a lot, but. A, a, a like decent amount, like Timothy Chandler, like Christian, like Pulisic. Yeah, so I I would have really liked to see Eintracht Frankfurt I make it to the Champions League, but there's always next year, and they will be playing in like Europa League, and I have a good feeling that they will do really well because you know like the Bundesliga I think is the hardest league in the world. I think the second hardest league is I mean the on the Premier League, like the Bundesliga is, is just getting better and better every single season. So I really think if like Frankfurt can make fifth place in this, then I think the like Europa League, they should do very well. I'm thinking like semifinal or final. The Bundesliga two. Um, I wanted to just give you a little update on who the qualifications for the Bundesliga will be for next season. We. We will see um, like Bochum, and we will see Holstein Kiel, and possibly like Gruther Forth, if they um, advance through their uh, like promotion qualification. So I'm really excited about um, like Holstein Kiel because they actually beat um, like Bayern Munich in the like DFB Cup 
um, very early on in the stage. Um, they beat them in like penalty kick shootout. So they're a, definitely a, a really like decent team. So I'd like to see them in the Bundesliga next year and make a good run for, I'm thinking top seven or top eight. I would probably put them, which is actually like generous. Let's uh let's move over to League One. League One is the French league. Lily still in first place above like PSG, one point above with um um eighty points, and like PSG have seventy nine. There is all there is one game left. Lily plays um Angers, and PSG play Brest. So if if Lily ties. Then they just need um like PSG to either lose or tie. If like Lily wins, then um if then uh, um it's over. Then like Lily wins, I'm like I'm like the title and Neymar goes home trophyless again, which I always love to see. Let's move over to uh, Serie A. Juventus, what a disappointment for Juventus and Cristiano Ronaldo this season. Wow. Juventus is in fifth place with one game left to go. Juventus are at 75 points right now. Um, third place is... Uh, is Third place is AC Milan. Fourth place is Napoli, and they both have seventy six points. So, the, so like I mean like so um like Milan and Napoli need to both. They need Juventus to either tie or lose, and then they will qualify for the Champions League. But if they both win, then Juve will stay in the like Europa League next season, which brings us to the question, what is um, like, Cristiano like, Ronaldo like, going to do f- for next season if he can't play like Champions League? Well, there's always been, there, well, there has been some like transfer talk about him coming back into like the Premier League. And one of the driving... Like forces right now to sign him is obviously like Manchester um is like Manchester United because he has played. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode and to make sure to go on my website for footballfans.com. I will be posting daily and weekly articles about world soccer news live transfers match summaries and so much more and make sure to go on spotify for for football fans and follow my weekly podcasts and subscribe to my channel i'd appreciate it guys peace out